Hello friends, fans, and family. This is Chris Manganelli with Tactical Cinematic Development, also known as TCD. For more information, www.tacticalcinematicdevelopment.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at TCD underscore action. And for a cool martial arts move, you can learn in a minute or less. That's pit underscore fight, P-I-T underscore fight, also at Instagram. So today it is Mail Call, episode 44. Wow. So let's see. We have a gentleman out of Greenville, South Carolina, by the name of Daryl or Darrell. Um, I'm just going to call you D just to be on the safe side. And D is wondering, how do I come up with this, with the fighting stuff? That's an interesting question, D. How do I come up with the fighting stuff? I guess what he means is, how do I uh, choreograph a fight scene? That's what I gather he's trying to say. Well, um, plain and simply, it starts first with the raw material, and the raw material is what the producer, the writer, and the director provides me, um, what their vision is for the scene. Now, they're not going to write it out move by move naturally. That's really my job. But what they will provide me is with what they want. They're going to be like, well, listen, I want this character to do this, and uh, it's going to be set uh, in this location, and this is going to be the time it's going to happen. And uh, this is how I want it to begin and I want it to end and everything. Okay, fine. So they give me the general idea. I fill in the blanks. And what I mean by filling the blanks is once I kind of get a picture of what they want, um, I basically take a look at the location itself. Uh, more often than not, if, uh, ever, if possible, because sometimes I get called on short notice, but if possible, I go and I take a look at the location of where the fight scene is gonna take place, also based on how it's written. And what that does is that provides me with an opportunity to put a picture in my head of how it's gonna go, helps me identify weapons of opportunity, and also helps me map out the location for safety. Number one, safety. The reason I say that is, let's say they want the fight scene to occur in a warehouse, right, in a dusty old warehouse. Uh, the lighting is not that great, but naturally, you know, when they do their striking and they set up their lighting, they can fix all that. But in the meantime, there might be nooks, crannies, and corners where you don't notice uh, certain types of debris. Well, that's where I come in, because not only do I do a location check, I do a safety check. When I look for weapons of opportunity, I basically consider, okay, what are obstacles? What are things that can be picked up and wielded? Uh, and is this thing wieldy? What I mean by wieldy, and it's just a funny way of saying it, is is it something that you can pick up and wield or use and look legitimate? And is it something that the actor uh, uh, can find uh, simple to use? That's what I'm talking about when I say uh, wieldy. And this is only uh, in the event that, let's say, uh, we just want to improvise a prop. Naturally, I would prefer to use um, safe props like, you know, foam or, or, or coated rubber or something like that. But if it's a, you know, if it's just a, a light prop, no harm done, that we can improvise, then of course I look for stuff that we can improvise as a prop. Now a prop doesn't always have to be a weapon. A prop could be an inanimate object that uh, the character could get thrown into or onto. Uh, like um, like a piece of old furniture or something like that, for instance. I look for things like that, and then I start formulating the scene. I also look for where I can put down uh, my mats, 
because if the character is going to take a fall again this is all about safety if the character is going to take a fall okay how can i place my mat in a position and obscure it so it doesn't look like a mat but more so like the ground or if it can't be done they just cheat the scene and what i mean by cheat the scene is they film the character falling cut and then they do another take of the character hitting the ground but safely all right, so these are all things I take into consideration. I know it's kind of dry. We're getting to the nitty gritty now. So then I consider, okay, the next thing is what set of moves do they want out of this character? What kind of a character is it? I'm thinking, well, if this person is, is fast and skilled, then it's going to have to be a fast and furious type of thing. Uh, you know, and if the skill sets are unmatched, I have to consider that because... You know, when you have two characters, a boss character that's highly skilled, and let's say a hero character that's not as skilled, but he's gritty and determined, then that character is going to have to take a lot of damage. And I have to articulate that damage on screen without the actor or stunt performer getting uh, hurt in real life. So these are the things that, that, that I keep in mind when formulating that fight scene. The other thing I like to do, especially when it's very complicated, is I'll storyboard it. Um, storyboarding is just a fancy way of saying, okay, uh, if you've ever seen a comic book, that's that's a good example of, well, a decent example of what a storyboard might look like, except that it's very sophisticated. My storyboards are really, you know, stick figures with some meat on them, <laughs> just to put it mildly. But anyway, you know, you go in the first uh, take, you had your establishing shot and then you go into the next cube and you have something else, the next panel and so on and so forth. And then that way the actors uh, have an idea of what comes next. Then once you storyboard it, um, you start working with the actors and you start running them through each of the moves. Uh, understandably, more than a fight, this is like a dance. And each person is playing their part in this dance to make it uh, look legitimate. Now, the other thing to consider is, do they want to film the different portions of the fight scene in several takes, individual takes, or do they want it to be a prolonged fight scene where there's a back and forth? Those take a lot of time because the actors really have to know what they're doing. They don't have to be you know, black belts or anything. But what I mean, know what they're doing is they have to receive training prior to develop them to the point where they can make it look good uh, on camera and on screen. Um, once all that's determined, then of course, uh, we do several rehearsals, several run-throughs. Uh, we may even, you know, uh, film, film it, like just do a mock filming to see how it looks or how it flows. And then from there, we'll you conduct our tweaks and we start shaving it down and whittling it down till it, it just looks amazing. Uh, so that's kind of like how my process works. It could differ depending upon the size of the project, because like I said before, if it's a small project uh, where the fight scenes are really short and there's not that many people involved, okay, I'll do this in my head, easy. Um, but if it's something that is a, a full feature film, you've got several performers um, and the fight scenes are sophisticated where the characters are supposed to be highly skilled, um, then it's going to take more time and 
it's something that I, again I have to put down on paper so not just I understand it better but everyone else understands it better so I hope that answers your uh, question uh, D and uh, feel free to hit me up um, again or anybody that's listening feel free to hit me up with your questions it's a uh, Christian Manganelli 11 at gmail.com Manganelli spelled M-A-N-G-A-N-E-L-L-I at gmail.com or uh, and this is all one word tactical cinematic development at gmail.com those are the two main ways to hit me up or you can even ask me on Instagram Facebook whatever um, but yeah just uh, submit your questions I'll read them uh, I'll answer them and uh, if it does not meet your expectation let me know and I'll read that too you want to call me a jerk call me a jerk I'll read that too it'll be my pleasure all right thank you so much remember to quit is to fail, to fails to quit, never quit, never fail. Stay grinding, my friends. Stay grinding.